going on y'all it's Tavares here welcome back to the golly dating 101 podcast and today we got my boy back in the studio what's going on everybody by the studio I mean kitchen table <laughs> my guy Sean Lewis we in the booth we in the kitchen ready to cook y'all up something. I was about to say on the, on the marble table <laughs> on the marble table hey my table is nice though it is all right so we here we just want to do a little quick random episode just in regards to how was the coronavirus affecting us this isn't something that you know my wife and I care to discuss because it's pretty, pretty big subject, and it's not something you know we're too knowledgeable about. So we just want to talk about how it's affected us, you know, because whether you get infected, you know, with the disease, it's gonna change some part of your life or some part of your family. So let's just dive into that, and I'll let Sean start off. You know what I mean? You're the, you're the guest, bro. What you want to say? What you want to do? I mean, Corona. I've been working during the coronavirus, so. The last two days are probably my first days off, and I think we're going to be off until the following Monday. Um, so when y'all hear this, I don't know, maybe next Thursday. Um, we'll see. Yeah, whenever y'all hear this, hopefully we'll be back <laughs> at work. <laughs> you know, I hope so. Um, <laughs> the bills still got to get paid. Yeah, that's that's one thing that's uh, crazy to me. Bills still got to get paid. You know, I have every uh, credit card company, every uh, phone company hit me up talking about, well, we care for you with the coronavirus. And then at the end of the email, it says, <laughs> make your payment this way. <laughs> Pay your bill online. So it ain't said like the bill is pushed oh, back man. a couple months. So, you know, they really don't care about me out here, you know. So it's rough. Dude. Pay your bills, people. Do not uh, push your bill back because they still want their money. Um, if you can pay it, pay it. That's my that's my thought process on that. And what we just found out was, I don't know if any of you all have any student loan debt, but if you have debt right now, it's pause with zero interest rate. So pay whatever you can now, you know, before Sally May demands all her coins. You know what I'm saying? You know, I know some of y'all ain't going to pay it anyways. The, you know, the rapture going to take you out before y'all pay that debt. It is what it is. But he said his job is finally letting them, you know, finally closing up, you know, because of this nonsense going on. Safa's about to start working from home because of this nonsense going on. And then me, I'm over here trying to, everything I'm doing is online. And now that school is completely shut down for the rest of the semester, all of my work is online. So I have no friends. My college experience is is, is done for. Like, that's so depressing. You know, I'm, I feel bad for people graduating this summer. That, that's what I it's, said, it's, too. It's, like, it's, especially it's, high, high school kids to go to school 12 years. You know and what I'm saying? I seen the meme right on, right. a while ago where it was like, uh, class of 2020 going to graduate on Skype. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's real. It's really happening now. So, yeah, um, that's so sad, that's, bro. That's rough. No, said, no, instead of the dean giving you the your your degree, the mailman gonna be dropping it off. You taking pictures with the mailman. I'm, that, I'm just like, I'd be so I'd be so devastated. So if you're in those shoes, please don't think I'm making fun of you. But you have to laugh to keep from crying sometimes, man. This is this is a pretty rough situation that we find ourselves in. But I don't know. I, th- I think the craziest part of of this isn't just with work, but it's also parenting. You know, because a lot of people are being told that they can work from home, which is fine. But when you're working from home and you also have kids inside that home that you have to work with, Lord have mercy, man. I I, I was quarantined with Zion last weekend. <laughs> I just need that daycare to stay open because <laughs> there's no way I can get something done with this guy here. I don't know. I know your kids are home, though. So yeah, both, both, both of our kids are home, man. Um I was at work, obviously, but every day I come home from work, my wife was looking more and more <laughs> miserable every day. Um, Lucy, we love you. My my son is a my son is a handful, 
and uh, well, both of them are a handful, but Zach is even more of a handful than anybody. Right. Uh, j- just be getting it on to the 100th degree and um, going 100 miles per hour all day. And I know she was in there trying to do her work from home and trying not to strangle him at the same time. So all my mothers and fathers that are staying home with your kids. The Lord bless and keep you. I, I, bet, you, <laughs> I bet you want to uh, pay them teachers more and you want to pay the daycare more now. Yeah, I, I posted about that in my story recently. Like, that every penny the daycare worker asks you for is worth it. Every single dime. Like, I used to complain, like, we really pay this much just for a kid to get watched and just to be taught their ABCs. But now I see what they deal with. Zion is in potty training, you know, so I'll sit this little boy on the toilet for 20 minutes. He'll sit there. We're just having a good time. He stands up, then he pees. I'm just like, bro. Like, after a while, it's just, it's just a frustrating thing, you know. So I don't know if any of you all listening, because the majority of you are probably just dating, you're probably single, so you may not have any kids yet. But people that are, but I, I bet you got nieces and nephews though. Yeah, and if a lot you of quarantine you are. with your brother and your sister, or <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like. And school was your only break away from them. Yeah, you you locked in the house with them for twenty. Some people on twenty four hour lockdown, bro. And it's yeah, New York, yeah. and and I think another state is on the actual like the whole statewide lockdown. I'm not sure. I'm. I, you gotta forgive me. I don't, I didn't do research on that. The thing that's crazy to me though is I actually see my neighbors now. I have neighbors in my neighborhood. <laughs> Anybody is fine to trying to find any reason to go outside. Listen, you, you, Walmart you, is popping right now. You've like. never seen. You know what I'm saying? The whole family going to walk the dog. You know what I'm saying? The whole family. Oh man! And you see them when they're approaching you. They want to talk so bad. They want to have a conversation so bad. And it's just like. Hey, I understand. You know what I'm saying? We we in here on the it's same rough, thing. Man. Civilization is completely different. I mean, and I know we say it all the time in church, but please understand, guys, this is really the last days. <laughs> like super, like, super last days. Like people always say, Yeah, Jesus is coming, but we know he'll come in, you know, in a while from now. Like it'd be feeling like any minute now, because this can't be real life. It felt like a sick dream since the beginning of this year, the way things have been going on. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think it's still some some pros and some cons to how the corona has affected us. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but like any of your solo time, you get any type of benefits from it or is it? Like I said, I've been working through this whole thing. So my last <laughs> uh, two or three days. You need to ask your wife if she's I, having I, any fun from it. I, I finally started to do some things. Um, things around the house that needed to get done. Uh, mm-hmm. Church website needed some work on it. Um, it was giving me some errors last night, but uh, that right there. Um, I've been spending a lot of time in the studio making music. Um, that I wasn't really able Shameless to plug, R-A-H, raw is raw, man. Yeah, man. Just <laughs> doing that, that type of reading. Um, I want to read more, though. Um, I bought this Bible study book that I ain't opened up yet. Cried for it for my birthday and wow. worked so much. And they even got to open wow. that thing up, bro. And um, Confession is good for the soul. Yeah, it is, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, um, pray for my soul. I've been watching. Um, I don't, I'm at season three of Snowfall. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if y'all watch Snowfall, but. Never heard of it. It's not good for your soul, bro. All right. Well, there we go. <laughs> you know, so if you have not heard of it, don't Google it, y'all. Don't check whatever. I, I don't they, they've seen it already. Most of them probably watched it already. You know what I'm saying? They watched no. I watched them watching Snowfall. I think I've watched every movie on Netflix. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just you know, um, it's too much time. I think it's too much time. All right. So I'll say this then. I think Corona is making it clear how productive we really are with our life. And I say that because he just said it's too much time, right? So before this corona hit, let's just let's just go back two months. 
all of us were saying we couldn't read an extra chapter in our Bible today because I'm just busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. I can't read my Bible today. Or we can't, or you miss that one service. It's like, we ain't got to go to church every service. I was busy. I had to take care of something for work, for school, whatever it is. So now this shows us how busy we really were because God slowed everything down. Majority of our jobs are either closed or you have way more free time because you're working from home. You know what I mean? So now this really shows us whether sad truth or not, but whether we want more of God in our lives or not. I'm not I don't know how to word that without offending somebody. Oh no, it, it, it's showing that 100 percent Um do you really love God the way that you you say you do? Um I think that's a that's a big thing. Uh God, I've seen it this quarantine or this coronavirus as they called it, uh as God hitting the reset button on everything. Um legit taking Sounds away like every it. distraction um, taking away every excuse, taking away anything that you said was a hindrance to you building a relationship or maintaining your relationship with him. And now it's like, put up or shut up. Mm-hmm. And you know, are you putting up or, you know what I'm saying? Do you just need to say that I, I really ain't about what I say I'm about? Right. Um, it's a rough thing to say, but I, I just, that's the way I seen it. God just closing down everything and showing us that some of these things that have become our idols, like our jobs and, um, the things that we do on the outside that have become idols to us, him showing that they truly aren't that good because at the drop of a dime with this little virus, everything is shut down. And these things that we put our trust in are getting bailed out by the government, needing bailouts from the government. And these yeah. billion dollar businesses and you know what I'm saying things of that nature. It's, it's kind of scary when you think about it. Hold on to Jesus, people. Hold <laughs> on to Jesus. Hold on, yeah, hold to God. Unchanging hand, <laughs> <laughs> don't change. Oh man, I felt like going back to the old school <laughs> church days. But no, that's that's real talk, and and it's not even just spiritually. I mean, are we being productive naturally? Because a lot of people, God gave you gifts, and you ain't working on any of them. Like Sean just said, you know, he's an artist, and he's found more time now to work on his music. But a lot of times, we, you know, you have to say you're a, a songwriter. God placed the gift inside of you to write songs, and you're on this. This crazy quarantine, and you you didn't work on any of your music, you know what I mean? Or your author, you didn't work on any of your writing. And I'm speaking to myself as well, because I know God has been telling me to get back into certain things and then haven't been doing it. And it's not because I was home being lazy. It's just because, one, I have a toddler, and two, I'm still in school. So I, the schoolwork didn't stop. But it's a, it's a fact that it's like, are we using this alone time to actually do what God is calling us to do? Because it, you can make an excuse all day and night, but at the end of the day, you got to get done what you need to get done. You know, so I feel like um, this is, like you said, it's a good reset button. It's a good way to to put everything back into perspective for us. You know, finally, we're seeing that we're not we're not as important as we thought we were or we're not we're, we don't have to do as much as we thought we needed to do. You know what I mean? And now, you know, I, I miss the gym. I miss being able to function at church properly. I miss being able to, to go to the store without worrying about somebody coughing. You know what I mean? It, everything is placed back into perspective. And now you realize how, you know, how meaningless a lot of things are and, you know, how important God really was in a matter of all the situations. You know, someone said the situation is just forcing us to realize that we were never our source. At the end of the day, God was the one providing for us because now when your job isn't working out, now who? Who are you going to turn to? Exactly. No one but God, you know? So, this situation is forcing us to reset. This is forcing us, you know, to get back into what we need to get into. But I think one good thing about the situation is it's um <clears throat> it's forcing us to see Oh Lord, you coughing, you got the corona dog. 
I couldn't hold that one in. I tried to hold the cough in the whole episode. I was drinking water and all. Look, you don't need to spread it now. I got to quarantine for 14 days now. Yeah, whatever, man. But I think it's also it's also opening our eyes to the people that are in love with God and the people that are just in love with church. Yeah. And I say that because churches all across America shut down. and Some of them, at least. Some, well, uh, well, yeah, most. I'll just say most, but... My church ain't shut down. <laughs> yeah. well, mine, mine hasn't either. They just moved service outside. Fun. Um, Stay in your car and worship. Like, yeah, we're we're trying to we're trying to do every possible thing, you know, in order to keep. Because the the thing is, it's crazy about the situation. And I was discussing with my wife. It's 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 a fine line between having faith and still going, and then it's a fine line because it's also saying, "Am I trusting the government more than am I trusting God to protect me?" But at the same time, you should obey the the, the the laws of the land, you know what I mean? So it's just like, at what point do we know when, all right, listen, this isn't God's will for us to just forsake the assembly, like it says in Hebrews, you know? So now we're realizing how many people actually love God, you know, because now that you don't have to go to church, how many of you made time to read your Bible today? Yeah. How many of you made time to sit down and worship or do devotion or any of that? Because this quarantine is not so we can... Facebook all day, Instagram all day, which I know most of us are doing. You know what I mean? But which is it's it's a good thing and a bad thing because um this last weekend some change. I've been seeing more people on their Instagram lives or I've seen posts about God. So I it, it, you know I'm saying it goes back to like the gospel's gonna be hit every end of the earth. Yeah, as long as you're doing what you're supposed yeah, to be doing. Supposed to be doing, right? So um I mean as long it, it I think all word is good word, you know what I'm saying? Especially for people that hear no word. Mm-hmm. Um, as a youth pastor and talking to a lot of the youth and you ask them week after week, hey, what did you read this week? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> what did you read this week? Nothing. What did you read this week? Nothing. And they go a whole month and they don't read anything. Yeah. So um, the platforms that they're spending the most of their time, um, I would hope that they're running across, you know what I'm saying, some posts that are, you know what I'm saying, causing them to maybe open up their Bibles or causing them to get some type of word in them because a lot of people only get word on Sundays and Wednesdays. And then maybe if your church has a Friday service, you might go to that and get some type of word. But um, I would hope people are using this time to actually, you know, get in this, get in that scripture and, and, and learn something and learn about God, you know? Yeah. And as he's saying, I think it's important that we um, monitor who we follow. You know, we just went over that in a previous episode. You should be able to check that out on episode 15. But it's important to monitor who we follow because, like he said, we have so much idle time that it's so easy to, if you're looking at something that's nonsense, it's so easy to get caught up in that rabbit hole. You keep looking at, you know, images that's inappropriate or you keep laughing at jokes. So you, And it's not that memes are, aren't, you know, funny, but it's the fact that you can spend two hours looking at memes. I don't know about you, but I could probably spend two hours just oh, laughing e- at memes. E- easily. You know what I mean? So it's just the fact that it's not saying everybody you, you have on your page, you should just unfollow them. But are the people you're following encouraging you to see God in the middle of this crisis, you know? So... I think that's important because I think a lot of times we realize that many of us, you know, we really just loved church. We really just loved having good church more than um, loving God. And I say that because God was never the building. God was never, you know, the Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, whatever. God was more than just those those um, encounters. And I say that because if you ever pay attention to church, most churches I go to, I won't just say mine, but most churches I've been in, whether it's my church or another church, the praise and worship leader sometimes has to pump the people. Oh, come on, guys! Sometimes, this, all the time. 
I don't want to point fingers at people's churches, all, all, but all the time. You know, come on, guys, let's lift up the name of Jesus. God has been good. We we know He's been X Y Z for us, and and it's like, yes, that's their 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 job. That's their role to lead the people into worship. But at the end of the day, you don't have to pump the people that were worshiping at home. You know what I mean? You don't have to pump the people that were reading at home because they're excited. It's like I've been doing this all week. Now it's just a time to do it with my brothers and my sisters. You know, so so now you can see that you know we have this much more time that we can. We can see God for ourselves because just because a pastor says something doesn't mean it's, it's true. Or just because a social media influencer or godly dating one-on-one says something doesn't mean it's biblical. If I can't back up what I'm saying with the Bible, then you can't base your foundation on that. You know, So that's why it's important that we get rooted in the season because as you can see, at any point, they can shut down services. At any point, they can close your building, some Nonsense can happen and something can happen with your pastor. And at the end of the day, if your pastor backslides, are you going to leave truth? You know, if if the people that you looked up to, if they turn away from God, will you turn away from God? And that all goes back to, to show us, do we have a relationship with God for ourselves or do we have a relationship with the church? Or do we have a relationship just with our leadership? Yeah. I mean, and that's what I've been saying to a couple of the leaders at my church. And I was just like, I don't want to be, I don't want to become my pastor. I want to know God for myself and I want him to help develop me into who he's called me to be because I feel like a lot of times, you know, people just go Im- with the flow. Imitate what they see. And that's not me. Yeah. That's not, I'm not going to try to dress like you, act like you, think like you. And I can love everything about you, but I do know at the end of the day, you're effective because you're you. I can't be effective trying to be you, you know? Exactly. And I think this is this is forcing us to to get get back connected to the source right now. So I don't know. I mean, what's, what's your thoughts on people like loving church, basically, and not necessarily... I'm, I'm someone that don't come from a church background, so I see. Yeah, people, we got a heathen in our midst, yeah, y'all. So people, he gonna speak people, facts. People uh, loving the church more than the actual people that go into the church. Um, I think the church being closed is a good thing um, to me because you actually have to go out and you know what I'm saying deal with people and actually show God yeah. to people. You know what I'm saying? Like um, I despise. Uh, people that are in church they're one way and then you go outside and they're right. a whole another way and um this coronavirus is shaking up some people's you know what i'm saying thought process in that mm-hmm. because um that suit and all that stuff bro you know what i'm saying i don't them suits and them ties and all that stuff don't mean nothing if mm-hmm. god isn't on the inside of you so yeah. you gotta like really really you gotta really be about that man like really be about god and Actually show God to people. You know what I'm saying during this coronavirus time, encourage your neighbors. Um, start a, a Bible study in your home um, for your neighborhood because you got a whole bunch of people in your neighborhood right now. They're living in fear. They're thinking in fear. Um, they're thinking everything is over. Um, some of them, your neighbors, probably the husband and the wife have been laid off their job. So they need some type yeah, of hope. Definitely. They need true. some. You know what I'm saying? They need this stuff. So it, it's time for us to actually show Jesus be to the these church. people. Yeah. Be the church. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people, some of us have got our tax returns. Maybe we can slide some of these people yeah. uh, $100, $200, or go get them some groceries or do something for them to ease and, and then to help their minds to show them, you know what I'm saying, what God did for people. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm blessed enough to have it, you know what I'm saying, I should be able to give it to my neighbor and to, you know I'm saying, love my neighbor as myself. Because if I'm going through a hard time and I need something, I would hope that there would be somebody, right. you know what I'm saying, right. to come and help me and give me what I need. You know what I'm saying? And we always tell people that they need to get the Holy Ghost. They need to be saved. They need to do this, need to do that. And it's just like, well, it's, I understand what all what you're saying, but right now in my house, I ain't I'm got, hungry. I ain't got no groceries. I know Jesus is God and all. Yeah, 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 cool but, story, but the I'm, bills aren't paid. Exactly. I don't have no groceries, so it's, yeah. it's, hard, it's hard for me right now because I got a lot of things in my mind, and they don't see 
know what I'm saying? They might not see God the way that you see it. Uh, yeah. We know that God's a deliverer. He's a healer. He can do all this stuff. But for them, you know what I'm saying? If them, you can't give, you can't teach spiritual things to people that think with a natural mind. So sometimes you have to pe- meet people on a natural level. Yeah, Jesus had to feed yeah, five thousand before he was yeah. preaching all that. Jesus you know? always helped people yeah. before he did something for Dude, them. With compassion, yeah, body, like say. I'll I'll listen to you if you take me go get me something to eat and feed me and my belly's full. Out of respect, I'm gonna sit there and listen to whatever. No you matter what say. you have to say, I may not come back again. <laughs> yeah. though. out of respect because I'm, how you treated me. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna listen because yeah. you you gave me some respect. You you treated me like a a, a real person, so I'm gonna listen to you just off the strength of that. Now, if you ain't get you you telling me I need to do this and do that, and then when I come knock, like Jesus is so good and he's this God and he does all this, <laughs> and I come and knock on your door and ask, can I borrow a pack of noodles? And nah, we ain't got no noodles. And you close the door on me. You know what I'm saying like. <laughs> what, what, what part of Jesus is that? I'm hungry. You know what I'm saying? Feed me. You know what I'm saying? Nah, man, that's true. And, and, and that's why I, I love the church that I'm at, New Life Tabernacle, right? So if they're filled, if they're if the, the main church was filled to capacity, it's about 1,800 people that can fit inside their church. And then they have about 15 daughter works, you know, you know like church plants, they call it. Um, and, you know, so the goal is they want to plant churches all throughout Florida. So the, the 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 senior pastor, what he does, he places a massive he places a huge emphasis on home Bible study, you know. And people, we I think we forget that so easily that churches aren't built off praise and worship. Mm-hmm. They're not built off you know the cool greeter team or how we dress or how we. No, it's about you going to people's level one on one and being able to connect with them. Well, and that's that's the biggest thing, you know. This is the. That's biblical. That's exactly. There's a social that's, media era. You know, some people said. think they can just do something, a cool post and attract people. You may attract people, but you won't keep them off of just, you know, the cool lights and all that. But when I go, when, if I don't know anything about God and then, you know, I'm, I'm here with Sean. Sean connects me. He's like, hey, bro, Jesus changed my life. And I'm just like, I don't really know about that. He's like, let me show you how, how God did mm-hmm. whatever for me. So what we, what this Corona is teaching us is that we can't just invite people to church. You know what I mean? Because all right, so what happened if you invited someone that Sunday your church just got locked up? You have to be able to invite them to Jesus himself. Yes. You know what I mean? You have to be able to teach people Bible studies themselves. I was going to read this long passage for you all, but I want you all to read it when you get some time. Acts 2, um, 38 through 47. And, you know, but it ends with, they were, and they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house. They'd eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. You know, so that verse is talking about when the Holy Spirit gets poured out on the church for the first for the first time. And, you know, the people are onlookers and they're wondering what's going on in the church. They think people are drunk because people are speaking in tongues and maybe they're acting a little wild. So people are criticizing. People are curious. And at the end of that, Peter teaches a powerful sermon. You know, then God adds 3000 people to the church. But at the same time, he added all those people to the church, but they were still going from house to house. Breaking teaching. Bread. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They were going from house to house. Breaking bread is doing more than just eating. They're also teaching mm-hmm. the gospel. They're also connecting with people. And we can't grow a church off of anything outside of teach, being able to teach people Bible studies because a lot of people don't understand you can have 5,000 people in a building. That doesn't make it a church. Exactly. And, and that's my because thing, Because people need to know what they believe. And a lot of times people don't know what they believe, but they love how they feel. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's not enough. You know, you have to be able to say, hey, man, this is why I this is why I know Jesus is God. This is how I know Jesus changed my life. And if you can't show someone in the scriptures and all you can tell them is, hey, man, my pastor will preach a good sermon. You should come. And all you're doing is praying that the pastor teaches a good enough sermon, whereas God wants you to be able to lead people as well, because it's not on our pastor's hands. All of us are sent out to be disciples, you know, and if you're a disciple, you should make disciples, you know. So I feel like this Corona is putting things back in alignment because the churches are not meant 
just to make us feel good. You know what I mean? They're not just meant to be nice buildings. They're just so we could gather together and do what we were already doing at home. Yeah. And if and if you think about it, like church in the sense, like if you ask most of the members in the church, most members stay at the church because of connections that they've made with other people. Almost the every building. person in the church says, right? someone invited me here. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's so all like, I got to say. Someone that's, invited me. That's how churches and that's how people stay. They begin. It might start with one or two people, but they, they begin to get into other things and they begin to connect with people. That's why churches, that's how churches are supposed to grow. Right. So um, that's why it's important what you do on the outside. And I've even changed my mindset on this because I used to be like, oh, I want to teach this Bible study because I want to get you to come to my church, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I just want to get you in church in, in, in somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's what I that's what I learned a long time ago. That's what I, learned. I just want to get you. If, if you don't come to mind, that's cool. But yeah. just know that I'm always going to be here. Um, yeah. We still cool. Um, it doesn't. I'm, if you have a question or if you want to do a Bible study, I'm still here. To, I'm saying I'm still going to be here for you. I don't care what assembly you go to. If you Baptist, blah, all of that. You know what I'm saying? Let Let's sit down. Let's break bread. Let's, you know what I'm saying, talk about the scriptures. Let's see what God says about these yeah. things, man. And um, Corona, you know, has shown people's selfish side. If you go to your local grocery stores or your Target and Walmart, ain't no, t- no tissue paper, bro. <laughs> people got... 12 packs of chicken wings in their cart. Like, they finna, like, it's finna you know be what I'm a saying? mask apocalypse. Like, like six face. months of no food. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Just, your deep freezer outside got so much meat in it. Like, you <laughs> had to go buy a whole new deep freezer. Like, it's ridiculous. But, man, I don't know. Like, like you made a good point. Because I remember one time my brother, because, you know, we, we grew up in a Jamaican-type church. You know what I mean? So, it's one thing to know you have the truth. But, you know, everyone doesn't really relate to, you know, your culture. So, my brother would invite them to a church he knew they could get saved and he knew they could relate to and they end up getting saved. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, listen, God will pour his spirit out on these people, but it's up to you to invite them. It's up to you to tell them. Is you know what I mean? And we can't we can't waste the opportunity that we, we're in right now. People are devastated. Like you mentioned, like some people have no money to pay for their bills. Like everybody's not just cruising and, and oh, at yeah. home chilling right now. I know you may have Netflix for six hours today, but someone is probably fretting, trying to figure out right. a loan. Yeah. You know, so whatever it is, you know, see how you can help your community. And, you know, he mentioned some people are being selfish with buying so much cases of water and buying so much this, buying so much that. You never know if the person right next door to you has no water, has no toilet tissue. And maybe if you connected with them, like, hey, you guys got any, you guys need anything, you know, because, you know, we got, we got, a, you know, abundance over here. And you never know. That'll be that one time you finally spoke to the neighbor you've been beside for four years and that God will change that person's life. And that witness will do more than any scripture. It'll do way them. more than any social media posts. <laughs> It'll do way more than you preaching a good sermon <laughs> yep. because they see your heart behind yeah. it. Because at the end of the day, no one cares how much of Jesus you know if you can't show it. You know what I mean? Exactly. No one cares if we can quote our verses if, you know, Corona kicks in and now we're living in fear. Now we're living angry. Now we're, you know, we're on edge. Like show people you have peace, but, you know, through the midst of this storm. Show people that God has been providing for you in the midst of this storm. You know what I mean? And I feel like once we do that, you know, this corona has no power. All it's doing is taking the church out of the four walls, which yeah. we which we locked God in a box for too long. And God is just allowing it like, OK, is getting my people back on the right path. You know, so I think in the middle of the chaos and the, the day, God is going to get oh, glory. Like a great, a great light. Uh, um, Silver lining, they say. Yeah. yeah so like if I be if I be lifted up, I draw. Yeah. So So, the devil thought he was doing something because he crucified God. And look, all of us are either listening to this podcast, save the day, or we are going to see more people saved because the devil thought he won over a moment of just death. Yeah. So um, Romans 8 verses 37 uh, through 39, it says, no, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us, which is Jesus. 
Um, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, corona, right? No power, ain't got no power, um, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing, and corona is a created thing, right? Um, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So if you are a person right now um, that is going through, um, I encourage you right now to know that while it might look bleak right now, um, it is it will and it is going to turn around. Um, not saying it'll be next week, not saying it'll be in two weeks, but if you hold steadfast to Jesus and his words and what this Bible and what his word says, um, the stuff will come to pass, man. We are supposed to meet persecution. We're supposed to go through bad times. We're supposed to go through hard times. That is what being a Christian is. Um, if you thought that you were going to get saved and it was going to be all rainbows and, and clear skies, I'm sorry. Someone taught you the wrong gospel. Um, Jesus himself uh, went through. If, if he had to get beat down and whipped and carried a heavy cross, uh, what do you think it would be for us to do? So um, what I want you to do is um you can reach out to me um of course you can reach out to godly dayton um but if you want to reach out to me um i'm king lou uh k-i-n-g l-e-w underscore 88 and um we can chop it up man and um if there's anything that i can do to help uh me and my wife we are down to help um and i'm sure if we can help we can get you in touch with some people and have a reach to get i'm saying i'm tavares and safa the same thing it got this whole reach of people that you know what I'm saying? We want to spread this gospel and actually show the true love of Christ out here. So um, let us know, man. Do not go through this stuff um, by yourself. Yeah. And as Jesus said in Luke 10 and 19, behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you. And Paul also told Timothy that God didn't give us a spirit of fear, fear yes, but of power, love and a sound mind. So if you're fair, you're fretting right now, you're worried. Just rest assured that God is in control. He will work it out. And like you said, the answer may not come next week, but God, trust me, he won't allow his children to be forsaken. So please understand that God is with you in the midst of all this chaos. Don't feel as though God is going to forsake you. Don't feel as though because you don't see an answer now that the answer won't come at all. Just know that God is in control. And we've already mentioned, he already mentioned, you know, if we can do anything, we will. So reach out to us and we'll be willing to help. All right, y'all. So that's all for today's podcast and all of our probably the last time we'll be talking about this coronavirus because I don't see the point in always talking about it because at the end of the day, God gave us power over it. And even if it comes and harms us or harms our family, we know that our God is a healer and we know that God is going to get the glory out of any situation that we get ourselves in, you know, because he's walking with us. You know, the Bible mentions that he's our shepherd. So whatever we need, God is able to provide. God is able to make a way. God is able to heal. So before you start worrying about the pandemic, focus on how big God is. You know, so we're going to end the episode here. And if you're still listening, please understand this. You guys need to leave a five-star review <laughs> on Apple. Please. I keep asking you guys. And, and, and oh, please. Like I said, do it right <laughs> now. See, hey, you're listening. You're, you still got Apple Podcasts open right now. Stop it. Hit the pause button. It's going to take you legit one minute. I know all of my Spotify users are looking like, man, I would have gave a five star if I, you know, if we had. But listen, it's OK if you ain't got if you own an iPhone, but if you're on an iPhone, you need to be getting over there to the Apple podcast app and doing that for your boy. Safa would be very grateful as well as myself. But as well, it doesn't matter if you get to leave the review or not. We 
just pray that you guys continue to share this podcast. Let's keep getting the word out. And as always, drop your, you know, your suggestions at our email contact at gollydating101.com or messaging the Golly Dating Podcast Instagram because it's too many people that message Golly Dating 101 Instagram. So I'm barely able to ever read DMs there. So send it to the podcast page and we'll be able to get back to you as soon as possible. So we love y'all. Be sure to check out King Lou, K-I-N-G-L-E-W underscore 88. He also releases music and he's also encouraging. So please give him a follow and leave the last word with you. Um, trust in God, man. That's it. Just trust in God. Uh, times might be hard. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people are out of work right now. But um, just know that God is working it out for our good, our good. That's all of us. Um, and if you need anything, like I said, um, feel free to contact either one of us and uh, we'll do whatever we can. We'll try to get it to the proper channels to, to make that happen. Um, we got a stimulus check coming, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Some is stimulus that money. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Counting me up this morning. You know what I'm saying? 3400 I need all of that. <laughs> I, I just hope that they tell the truth now because I got my hopes up when I heard about that. So You, you, should, you, should, you should be saying about three k. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 12 a piece and then you get 500 for the child, you know, so. So if you guys see me on Instagram stunting, just mind your business. Just know, <laughs> just know that Prez just sent me something. That's all I'm saying. You know, but we love y'all. We appreciate you listening. And as always, have a good day. Peace. Peace.